to the podcast. This is the Fools on the Hill test podcast that we're doing. My name is Yanni Westerly-Green. I'm joined today by Liam Godfrey. Hello. And Callum Davis. Hello. Also goes by Cal. Cal. I do. At the weekends. If I've been a good boy. This is going to be rough around the edges. Very. very um, so bear with us when this eventually goes out five years down the line um <laughs> it'll be a treat it will be a treat it will see our humble beginnings this is going to follow the i'm going to call it now just because in the future if we end up copying the format exactly it'll be amazing that we've called it this early it's going to follow our standard format uh the first part being hot off the press Uh, in this segment, we are going to be talking about new releases that have come out. Um, I'm going to hand that over to Liam Godfrey to begin with, to be honest. Yes, me first. So, I guess it's worth saying that Hot Off The Press will be covering the, the last week's releases. Uh, we're going to do this on a Friday-by-Friday Friday basis, I think. Well, we have them this week anyway. So, from the previous Friday, which was the what of October, Colin? Ninth. Yeah, to the fifteenth. Um, the, ne- <laughs> the next one, sixteenth, surely. Well, yeah, we don't go Friday to Friday. We go Friday Thursday, don't we? Thank you, John. So we <laughs> so on. for this for this release, it would have been <laughs> the fir- the Friday before till the previous Friday. If that makes sense, ninth till the fifteenth. The more you explain it, the less. Sense it, makes. <laughs> it makes sense if you get a calendar and you follow these dates. It'll make a lot more sense. Anyway, we're really relying so was- on people being able to do basic maths. Yeah. <laughs> So this excludes some uh, releases that you may have expected here. But anyway, um, a few new releases this week over a few genres. Um, A couple um, somewhat exciting ones. Um, A few intriguing ones. A few shit ones. (laughs) Uh, We all picked up uh, kind of one that we liked the sound of, which I guess we'll go over. Um, But I picked up the bulk of this week's releases. Um, He doesn't do much in the day. I don't do much. I can listen to music all day. That's fine. So, got a few albums to go through. Um, the first one I'll talk through here is the new Cut Worms album called Nobody Lives Here Anymore. I hadn't heard of Cut Worms before. Um, it was good. Um, somewhat folk country, I guess, alternative. Reminded me somewhat of Kevin Morby. Um, it's an album... I didn't quite get this myself in the lyrics, but from reading about it, it's supposed to be around the demise of um, shopping malls. Sorry, that's just their band. Name. Worms in shopping malls. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so it was a long, al- a long album. Uh, it felt long towards the second half, definitely an hour, 17, 17 songs. But it was, it was a good album. It was a good album. I liked it. There was some subtle strings in there, which I love. The instrument, instrument tape. Instrumentalization, if that is instrumentation. Instrumentation. Thank Words you. are a very difficult thing for Liam, um, and it's very really helpful <laughs> on the podcast when he can't pronounce things. The instrumentation on the album is very good. 
instrumentalizations, a lot of good guitar work. Um, yeah, great album. Uh, although, although it felt long, I definitely preferred the kind of the last part of the album. I'd say like the last five songs or so. Um, so what are you saying is everyone should avoid the rest of the album, just listen to the last five. Exactly. Exactly. That. Perfect. That is actually um, a bit of advice I think Liam gave to me. Yeah, just listen. If I didn't you, follow if it. You start listening to it and you get bored, just get to the end. I no worms were harmed in the making no. of the album. You were just cut. Cut. Um, two songs that I've written down here. I actually, I'm not sure if these are two songs or one song, but I've got, but I won't get it right and always on my mind. Is <laughs> uh, high point. I put a comma between them, so that's why I'm not sure whether that's two or one. I'm going to say it's two songs. Um, yeah, but great album. Um, it reminded me, as I say, fans of Kevin Morby and the Shelf. Shelf. I never know how to pronounce his name. Um, probably like it. Good album. Second one listened to was Slow Pulp's new album, Movies. Love it. Um, also came out on the Friday night, uh, as Cut, Cut Worms album did. Um, fans of Soccer Mommy will probably be into this. I listened to this. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I think we both had the same points, though, where it doesn't bring anything new. Yeah the table really if Sokham and me you brought as an example they all seem to fit in the same sound but mm-hmm. it's nothing like a dirty hit situation where they are just the same band mm-hmm. on on the label yeah go on Cal no I was just <laughs> I, was, so I couldn't close. think of the word I was going to say go. ooh slay but yeah, no, I, I echo those points. It was good. There was nothing new or exciting, I don't think. Um, I, I mean, there were some good tracks. There's a song called Track, um, Falling Apart, Channel 2, I think. Um, some high points. The middle part of the album towards the end, I think, was the best part for me. I like Trade It, but I think Trade. that was because, I don't know if you've seen it, it was a plug for the other guys on YouTube. I think it's David Dean something, but he puts like loads of indie stuff on there and he just uploaded this. I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a go mm-hmm. and <laughs> that was the first song that he uploaded and I really liked it oh, it go. sounded a bit like me to me a bit like you a bit like me <laughs> sounded a bit like to me um, Sandy LXG but with a female singer in, po- was... in, in, in certain songs I see that and yeah. like I think the sounds like musically it sounded a lot like his latest sort of release yeah I see that. I see that. Um, but do you hear it? I hear <laughs> and see that. Okay. Um, some nice subtle strings again. I'm a sucker for some subtle strings. Although it may have been harmonica. I'll tell you, you're not being subtle about it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Annie, for that one. Sorry. It may have been harmonica. I'm not very good at telling the difference, but either way, that sound. That's the problem. <laughs> I should be able to tell the difference, I'm sure. <laughs> that, you, know, you know what I mean? That kind of sound in the background somewhere. Um, yeah, it sounded good. Uh, it finished on a very strange um, kind of hip hop song, beat and instrumentation. Yanni, I don't know if you heard that the last song. I no, I'm thinking of. I'm caught the track list up in front of me now. I'm thinking of whispers in the outfield, which is like kind of like a musical interlude, which I thought was a bit weird. Right, but um, no, no. The last the last track which I've written down is album tracks. So I assume it's called Movies. I should have the album in front of me. Yeah, so it's Movies. We've had a struggle with I'm devices gonna... and how we're recording this, so I don't actually have the album in front of me. But that was a good album. Fans of Soccer Memory listened to it. 
Uh, moving to the next one, Bastion Cobb's new album, The Killing of Eugene Peeps, a concept album. Um, well, I hope he didn't do it. Uh, I hope he didn't do it. Um, but this, it's a very, it was a very cinematic album. Uh, it sounds somewhat like a soundtrack score kind of mixed into one. Okay. Um, it was interesting. It was a lot of, there was some like narrational vocals um, and the singing vocals were somewhat like Bon Iver, Bon Iver, yeah. I'd say. Um, it's like, a, again, a mid, mid-album song that was kind of rap. It's called Paprika. Uh, well, the the vocalization was rap. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, there's a few interludes, one after the other, which seemed strange in an album. But if you, I guess, if you take it as a soundtrack or a score, it kind of makes sense. Um, kind of long, but good, interesting. I enjoyed it. It was it was good. It's worth listening. Out of um, out of length in time, how long was it exactly? Um, let me just go and listen to it. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I'm going to okay. say about it. I'll well, in that case, your point is invalid, isn't it? Open. But it, was, it wasn't as long as the Cutworms album. I can tell you that much. Well, that's enough um, for me. It was, it was enough. It wasn't too long that I, didn't, I, I lost interest. I think with the Cutworms album. Oh, we'll get to long albums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. We'll get to pointlessly long albums. I've just checked it. it was actually only 44 minutes. It was 17 tracks. I think that was kind of it, going from track to track. It's, it Some gave that illusion. I'd say I didn't, it didn't feel long. Um, I guess it did, in a sense. It wasn't bad. It didn't call... It wasn't like Cutworms. I was thinking, God, when's this going to end? Um, <laughs> but still enjoyed every moment of it. It was a strange one. I think it just stretched out more than it needed to. But Bastion Kev's new album, uh, worth listening, very interesting. Unlike anything, um, I've well, I wouldn't go that far, I guess. Um, but different. <laughs> and then on to... It's always good my... when you make a point and you stop yourself halfway through. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And then I'm on to my last um, kind of individual album here. Is This is the one that um, I chose off the bat looking at the new releases from, from the week. Uh, it was described by... Um, I believe it's described by a record shop I can't remember which one it is as um, on their kind of release list as Malcolmus Stephen Malcolmus joins the Grateful Dead uh, which intrigued me a lot a big fan of Pavement and Stephen Malcolmus' works uh, and Grateful Dead's uh, made some fantastic music so I gave that a listen um, a few good songs wasted time enjoyed that Um I've written down quite a few songs actually. Um, it was it was genuinely a good album. I can't read my handwriting. That's part of the problem here. Um, Did you agree with the uh, comparison of Steve Malcolmus and the Grateful Dead? Definitely see the Grateful Dead's resemblance. Uh, I mean, they're called. I didn't give the sorry the band in the album name. Uh, the band is Garcia Peoples. The band is Garcia Peoples. Uh, and the album is Nightcap at Wit's End. Um, I don't know if it's meant to be, but Garcia Peoples, um, the musician from Grateful Dead, I believe, Jerry Garcia. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that's taken from there. Um, yeah, very similar to Grateful Dead. A lot of great guitar work on the album, a lot of layers, um, and some somewhat Malcolmus sounding guitar work. Um, somewhat, um, I'd say, more Jix era guitar work, maybe, or early Steve Malcolmus. Um, but very interesting. A lot of a lot of kind of descending into musical 
madness, I guess. Um, but not not getting down there, I guess. It stayed fairly level, um, accessible, I guess. But That's the word you're looking for, isn't it? In While you're rambling, while yes. you're trying to think of a sentence, accessible yeah. is the accessible. one. Accessible. That's the only word you need. Accessible. I'd say it's not as... Um, as much as potentially some people might think of Malcolmist or Grateful Dead. I think it's a good middle point, but also enough for fans of those two artists. Um, I wrote down here, teeters on edge of madness. So we'll do that. Um, <laughs> it, you could see it at like a big festival, uh, like something like Woodstock back in the day. It would fit there. And I think that's why it's, it's a good comparison to Grateful Dead. Um, so yeah, another great album. Okay, okay. Are they my individual albums? Are we going to pass picks? over to Colin Davis now for his interpretation yes. of The Halfway Down by Andy Bell? So yeah, that's the album I've gone for, The, the View From Halfway Down by Andy Bell. Um, I am a big fan of his band Ride. Um, and they've released two albums in the past four years. But um, he said that he wanted to do some solo stuff and he released the first track he's only gone and bloody done it hasn't he he has only gone and bloody done it an album on his own an album well there's eight songs can it is it an album yeah is it an album how long is it exactly exactly (laughs) we jump on that (laughs) it is 50 minutes long so it's definitely an album I'd class yeah, in my uh, classing of albums, I mean, definitely I, one of them. I said an album was very, very long, and it was 44 minutes. So, it's <laughs> classed as an album. Yeah. See, uh, Andy Bell himself said that it's a, a collection of songs and a listening experience rather than an album fit, filled with singles. And I do agree. I feel like you've kind <laughs> of got to be in the mood for it, whereas it's not something that I just whack on in the background. Me and Liam had a little discussion about it before because um, we we knew, obviously, you'd been assigned this. Um, and we both did not enjoy it. We didn't. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you for why. Because um, <laughs> I thought, well, I listened to the, I listened to it one by one, but like I listened to the first track and I was thinking, okay, this just sounds a bit like Stone Rosesy. Um, yeah. and it didn't really go anywhere the first one and then yeah. I can't remember if I ended up shuffling it but I ended up on Indica the second yeah that's, that's uh, the second, second song, that's the second, second, song. Right. second song right. um, and again I was just a bit like this is just a bit boring now I knew that Indica was the second track on the album because that's where I stopped <laughs> 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 I to be honest the rest, I'm not going to lie <laughs> yeah to be honest, even as an Andy Bell fan, it kind of does. Like, Love Comes in Waves, track one, and Indica, track two, are the highlights of the album for me. Oh, great. Well, and, and I would your not best put, songs at the start. <laughs> I would not put either of them two songs on over a ride song. I know that he wants to do his own thing, and you can't really compare him to the, to the band he's in. But I don't really think it provides anything new. I think it's an alright album. That's what I was thinking. I just thought I like, wouldn't, yeah, I've heard this before. <laughs> I wouldn't be offended if someone put it on. Like There will be times where I will put it on. <laughs> what are you doing what putting it on? What would you be offended by? <laughs> just that range. Uh, how long have you got? I mean, I, um, I'm not a fan of... Well, I've never listened to Ride. 
Um, so I would say I'm not a fan of Rod. Um, the first song was okay for me. Yeah, um, it's, that's that's it, isn't it? It's it's okay. And it was it I was the second the album. Bass sound. It was quite like it was dirty. Some, the bass in it. Yeah. The bass in Indica is very good, but it's so repetitive. Like that was the problem. Thought, thing. It's so good. We'll have it, and that's yeah. it. That's what. That was the, the problem like. with me is the second album was uh, the second song. Sorry, was felt repetitive, and then I kind of did. I think what Yanni said and skipped through. Um, is it mostly instrument <laughs> instrumental? Is there not much vocals? I kind of flick through. Uh, there there are songs. there are some vocals, but right. you know, it's for like a shoegazy vibe quite, where it's just like yeah, there in is, the background. There is a heavy in, focus on instrumentation, instrumentalization, yeah. as Liam said. <laughs> there was a song towards the end. I'm not going to send another name, um, and I skipped through and heard a bit. I thought this sounds decent, but the okay. I, I think the the, over, the vibe I had so far kind of put me off. Um, yeah, I mean, like like I said, it's it's all right. I'd have to be in the mood for like. Yep. Well, I don't really know what. To be honest, <laughs> I like the album. Art. Yeah, yeah, the album. Art is I'll cool. give it that. I'll give pretty it that. The album pretty art good artwork. Is the album yeah, art I, is cool. It, it promised more to me than it delivered. <laughs> That's why I thought of it. <sighs> I'd say I'm not a ride fan. I, would you class this as as sh- shoegaze? Is that what ride on? No, I'd say that, I'd say this is more. Like on the side of psychedelica. Psych- Am I right in saying that's what Ride are though as shoegaze or yeah. is that a wrong or something? Well, the first album shoegaze, they've kind of tried to okay. move away from that label, but I mean there's a lot of shoegaze within their sound. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't for me personally. <laughs> I mean that's that's Liam Godfrey's review. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, is conclusive. That. <laughs> that is conclusive. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty much it for me. It was decent and not much more, I'm afraid. Johnny, what did you listen to this week? I listened to Foles. I think it was, what's it called, like Collective Rework? Collected Reworks Volume, volume three, 3, I think. Um, yes, I've got Yeah, because all the other two, well, the other two before that uh, were released before this week, so I couldn't listen to them, could I? Um, although after <laughs> listening to this one, I We'll never listen to the other two. Um, because <laughs> I can second that it, notion. It was uh, nothing. They weren't bad. I think we've all said the same thing. It wasn't bad. It was just, again, boring. Um, and not in like a, yeah, not in like a bad sense. Like, oh my God, this is horrific. But like, I'm not going to listen to dance music all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. And it was very... Heavy focused, heavily focused on the dance side of things. There are a couple of tracks where I like the Into the Surf remix, which when I listened to it last night um, worked better for the mood. But again, you've got to be in a mood for a dance track, haven't you? And I'm just, falling to sleep. Falling to sleep was not that mood. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I personally only listen to my number remix of uh, Totally which one? Was Extinct. <laughs> totally the Almost Extinct free. Dinosaurs one. And I was so bored. I mean, I don't want to critique it too much because, I mean, the whole point of it was that it was just that. They're just putting together remixes. So it's not as if they were trying to make something like an an actual album. It was just 
like it says, a collection I, I of think reworks. These are reworks and remixes from over the years as well, aren't they? I think I read some Yeah, there was the a balloon one that was from the first there, album. So There are a yeah. few new to ones, um, a few ones that have been as B-sides, and then a few that have never been shared before, I think. Yeah. I mean, to me, but, it kind of feels like they just got everything they've had over the years and just went, yeah, fuck it, we'll get 20 yeah. quid off some someone for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll put them all on different coloured vinyl. Um, very nice yeah. looking vinyl. Yeah, both very nice looking vinyl, but I'm not getting it. And then we'll <laughs> sell them all separately. Um, yeah, and cash cash in on it. Yeah. Um, which you know, if people buy it, then fuck it, do it. But well, I mean, I yeah, good luck to them. As long as they're not doing that with their proper album. <laughs> Look, I hope they make <laughs> it. I really hope they do. <laughs> I think it's worth saying that these are obviously remixes, reworks from other artists, and. It's not always going to be everyone's cup of tea. I personally quite like... I, um, I think I'm right in saying that my number, the Totally nice. Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs remix was the first song on Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah I thought that was I okay. I thought that was all right. I quite enjoyed the instrumentation. Didn't go anywhere or didn't go anywhere yeah. for a long time. It's dance and music. I know that's dance music. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't go anywhere. Then it said that it just had the chorus as it was normal. Then it went back to what it was already. Also, yeah. one pet peeve. Um, on the Give It All remix... The guitar lines sometimes don't time are in time with like the drum hit, and that really hot under my skin last night. I was um, <laughs> like, just you know, quantize it, simple as. Um, but yeah, there was that. I think we also touched on the point that we hate when B sides are just remixes. I'm gonna bring yep. that up right now, yep. just so that fact is stated. Yep, um, it's a waste. If you, if you put out a, a record, if you put out a single on on the beautiful um, vinyl. Uh, medium of vinyl, <laughs> and uh, you know you've got one song on one side, and you think, oh, let's put, we'll, we'll treat them for the second side. We'll put a song on that's not from an album. Um, make it a, a, a song. Just make it a song. Don't give us a remix. We don't need a remix. We don't need your remix. Uh, remix. Do we what, don't need your remix. Do what I guess it's fine. What Falls have done here and other artists have done. You know, uh, I think recently Metronomy oh, yeah. put out a full album of their album remix. If you're stating it's an album of remixes, yeah, go for it. This Happy is the remix album. Care. This is the reworked album. Fine. Doing it as a B side when there could just be a demo. Even if it's a demo of the song, I prefer yep. that. Um, or an acoustic version. version. Yeah, yeah literally like. anything but a remix. For some reason, I just. I hate when it's a remix. I think if you, uh, I I do get why they do it, obviously, but I think um, remixes are uh, so can be so divisive. I guess in the sense of, I mean, it's usually into dance music, and that therefore, if you're not into dance music, then it just seems like a waste of a song. I think the only exception would be if it's a dance tune and it's remixed by another yep. dance like producer or artist then that makes sense because, yep. one, you might be using the actual vinyl whilst having a DJ set, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, but if not, then, yeah, just a massive waste of time. But um, that was a massive diversion. I need to just quickly throw one Sorry. more thing onto that diversion. Oh, come on. Uh, instrumental versions of an album on, as a B-side. Oh, you just hate it? Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but or, again, I guess it's just from a selfish point of view. We just want other songs, but yeah, well, some people thing, want it? the instrumental for karaoke, maybe. <laughs> or the karaoke remixing <laughs> themselves or DJing or something, I guess. maybe. I don't know why you actually... Uh, you just put the stems online 
of yeah. the tracks and then you can do all that. Be 21st century, guys. Um, there was another big release this week as well. There was a uh, remastering of John Lennon's stuff on the album Give Me Some Truth. Yeah. Liam, did you... To, to coincide with his um, what would have been his 80th birthday on yeah. Friday 9th of October 2020. Um, yeah, so I listened to... I'll be honest, I listened to about half of the album. Um I thought it was, I mean, it's John Lennon. They're, they're great songs. I felt like yeah. the first couple songs, and I think this may have just been me, the mix seemed weird. It seemed quite drum heavy, but I don't know if that's how the original songs maybe sounded. I'm not too familiar with some of them. Um, to me, it just sounded a lot cleaner. Sometimes that works. Sometimes mm. it doesn't. Like it's, for example, like when they remixed um, or remastered, sorry, Helter Skelter. You don't really want to clean that up, no, because it sounds great when it's just like a noise, and when he's pro- like proper belting it out, and you know he's got that like gnarly scream that he can do. Yep, it works better when it's like old school where it's distorting all over the place. Definitely, and sometimes in these, yeah, it can be a little too clean. But in like the the softer ones, like um, oh my love, mm-hmm. um. I think it works in its favour. I think the vocals sounded fantastic. Yeah. Very, very good vocals. I remember, you, you mentioned Isolation as well, didn't you, Liam, for his vocals? Yeah. Isolation sounded great as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they were the two that I picked up on this. The, the, the vocals sounded brilliant. Um, just to go back on my point before about the kind of the bass drum, drum heavy, it was instant calm and cold turkey. It sounded kind of strange to me. Um. But yeah, other than that, the rest of the songs I listened to sounded fine. I think there were a few um, kind of in the middle, like Power to the People, I guess. And maybe the first two songs, it sounded strange. And I think that's because they were originally, they reminded me of when you listen to the Let It Be Naked right. album. And obviously they were experimenting quite a lot with Sonics and stuff like that. Then they sound somewhat strange, I guess, in this crisp sound. I think another um, strange mix on the album, Give Me Some Truth, the vocals sounded muddy, subdued in a way. It sounded strange. Again, it's just, you know, these are old songs. Not old, but reasonably old. And I think bringing that into the 21st century, to 2020, seems strange. Um, I think think when I've listened to John Lennon usually or previously, it's from, I think they did the... A remaster was it 2016 or something like that, and they didn't seem didn't seem to have the same problems. But who knows? It might have just been listening. It might have just been the speaker setup or something. Um, another one of a muddy low end was Oyoko. Seemed quite um, muddy on that bottom end. Um, but overall, they're great songs. To yeah, it's you, a can't, long, you can't go wrong with them, can you? They're great for a, a reason. It's a lot of John Lennon, if you like John Lennon's 36 songs. Isn't it all John Lennon? <laughs> There's some Yoko Ono. <laughs> some Yoko on there. But yeah, no, uh, 2 hours oh, 17. No. It's a lot of John Lennon, if you like John Lennon. I mean, a point I'd like to raise is, how many remasters is too many remasters? Ah. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. Okay. How, how far do you go before you start making Well, they song? can't really do another one now, can they? Because they've done, they've called this like the ultimate ultimate mix haven't they 
So like doing yeah. another one, like what the fuck mm. do you call that? Um, it's like like mm. the amazing Spider-Man, the amazing mix, the ultimate mix. Like how many different versions you want? I guess it's exactly, as like, technology yeah. improves, they just keep. I mean, I don't know what. But the thing is, like, 8K sound. You take it away the... from what made the song brilliant in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. going full circle on the Helter Skelter thing, mm. you don't want to change something like that. So, at what point should you just not interfere? Yeah, it's a point of you know John Lennon and all of you talking about the Beatles in general. They were made in a certain way, using what they had, but they still made it how they wanted it to be using mm. that technology. Yeah, and I think it's important to kind of preserve that. I mean, you know, those records still exist. You can still listen to them that way. It's interesting to see someone trying to make it for 2020. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think there's a point where it's just there's no point you doing this. I can't see that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's I how I feel personally. I'm not that deep into this myself. But I don't think audio, you know, codecking or whatever is moving much at the moment i feel like mp3 uh, for general listening flack for lossless audio hasn't really changed in a while so maybe there won't be in that sense i guess it's from the from the mixing side that it improves every time but why isn't this the best one <laughs> i mean like this one that's just released this week why well yeah it's, yeah. it's the best it's one gonna... for the next four years isn't it and then someone else will it's come it's like gillette rays isn't it the closest shade just yet. like yeah isn't it? <laughs> that's just what we like realised John Lennon remixes isn't there an album called the, the closest shave a song called the closest shave on this album it should be give Gillette a chance <laughs> give me some Gillette <laughs> yeah oh my Gillette I'm not gonna stop <laughs> Gillette games every man has a Gillette who loves him Anyway, um, what's the... Oh, now it's the next segment, um, which will be a recurring one also, um, is the (laughs) Spotlight. Album Spotlight. Album Spotlight. Spotlight. To give it its full name. Yeah, sorry, no nicknames here. Album Spotlight, and this week <laughs> Government it's, <laughs> it's been the Future Islands release, which is called Helen. As long as you are. Did you, did you not know that? I genuinely <laughs> forgot what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think did this was when we were all... Wait, it's not called Helen. It's called Callum. Okay. It's called... It's called Callum? Right. Question mark? Yeah. By Future Islands. <laughs> This is one we were all somewhat interested in, I guess. Until I listened to it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 dearie me. Did you not enjoy it? Please um, go first, Johnny. Uh, it's because you said, like... I said. You you mentioned about, like, synth pop just all sounding the same. Yep. And once I saw that message, <laughs> I was just like, for fuck's sake, everything just sounds the same. Um, also, I know it's his thing, but his vocals just <laughs> didn't sit right with me at all. Have you ever listened to some of a tangent to Future Islands Live? Uh, yes. And when I've... he does that weird growl? Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. like um, that What's growl the seasons? Thing going on. That's one. Seasons. Yeah. Which is the... yeah. Yeah. Seasons, seasons uh, is, a is amazing live. Yeah, I, I love seasons, but. Um... Which one? Yeah, I just. Which one's your favourite? <laughs> Autumn's best. 
I think we're in the best one. <gasps> it's pumpkin. To know. It's spooky season. It's pumpkin season. Um, it's something that you have to get used to. I tell I you, I say to, we. It's all either for you to, or it's not. Like Marmite. We all listen to artists that have, unique I'd say, voices. unique voices. Mm. I can think of a unique few New York. People would say, Go on. What are you listening to? The first one, the first artist I remember listening to, and I personally thought, What is the hype about? How can anyone listen to this guy sing? Yeah. And I, I've come back around to that point, I guess, for other reasons. Was who? Uh, it was the Smiths and Morrissey. Oh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't oh. stand Morrissey's ah. voice. I now can't stand him for very Other different reasons, reasons. Yeah. but I at one point the right very much, very much enjoyed the Smiths um, I don't know like uh, Elliot Smith for example is quite a Ian unique Curtis. voice it's a unique Ian voice Curtis. yeah there's some different sounding people and this guy uh, is his name Ben Callum <laughs> Callum I feel like you know uh, his, his name, name is ben. Samuel T. Herring Ben Callum Sam Sam I knew it was like a three letter name yeah. Sam Samuel. I know I know about Samuel, Sam. you might know him as Samuel T. Herring um, <laughs> like you said, but I know him by Sam. Um, he's got a pretty unique voice. But I, he has. I think. I think, it, I think it's one that it. sometimes translates better live. As I think it's more atmosphere, isn't it? That you sometimes lose in a recording. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't know. I think that. I think that this album sounded. I, I got that from the album. I, 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 yeah, should I listen I mean, to it more. Personally, I've. Enjoyed the album, but I just don't really think it reinvents the wheel, does it? Like, you kind of no. expect you expect something when you put it on, and you get that. I mean, that's what yeah. I think personally. Yeah, I'd say um, I, I mentioned that we were all somewhat interested in this. I personally have only ever heard Seasons, but I, I think that's Same. a great song. I think it's a very good song. Mm. So I was interested to see more of this vocal style and more of this this band. Um, and I think, I don't know if I mentioned before, but I'm not really into synth pop. But I think there was some some really good songs on this album. Um, Plastic Beach, Callum, I know that's one that you like. Plastic Beach is definitely um, my favourite off the album. I think there was a song called Waking um, that was one of my favourites. Some great bass on there, same as um, Born on a War, some great bass lines there. And I think that was the bit that made the difference to me is that most of the songs were heavy on synth. There were a few good, just bass guitar lines. Yeah, I wrote next to Plastic well. Beach in my notes that bass line is a fat chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah. Which says it That's all, really. <laughs> there was some um, somewhat um, funny you mentioned Ian Curtis before. Uh, Peter Hook, um, a.k.a. Hooky, like bass. Some AKA Joy Divisions. Dr. Hook. Uh, not Dr. Hook, unfortunately. But somewhat Joy Division bass, like, like bass. Does that make sense? Driving bass. You basically. like bass. I like bass. Very driving bass. Very kind of um, not too on the deep end. Um, uh, good. <laughs> good bass. <laughs> um, I didn't think the album ended very well. Ah, oh, see, this song. is. See, I actually put that hit the coast was a. I actually wrote great album closer, but as well, luck would have it, I can't remember that song for the life of me. See, I also can't remember that song. I thought it was an all right song. I think it was not. It was one of the weaker of the album. I'm Should not we all try bad. and mime, not mime, hum what we think it is. Hit the coast. 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 
No, I don't <laughs> think that was how it went. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was an okay song. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't great. But I, yeah, I think the ending of the song, like, I can't remember what the song <laughs> went either at all. But just it just got, you just did it. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. the coast. And it just ends like <laughs> that. Um, no, I just think it didn't really, it didn't really end well. That song. Um, I, I think it would have been fine if it was mid-album, but at the end of an album, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. Um, for an album that I mostly enjoyed, it felt like there should have been another song at the end. It's a, it's, a, it's a small gripe to have, I guess. But I think maybe the song before it, Thrill, that could have ended the album. It was a slower one, Thrill, wasn't it? Because it was just so different to anything else. To then have yeah. that slow moment and then go back into something else. I had here that the song before that, Moonlight, was also slow. And I, from the note I wrote here, I didn't enjoy that, but Thrill was slow but good. I think that the two slower songs together was a strange choice. Mm. I don't think Moonlight was very slow, but it was slower and slower. I mean, slower. it doesn't really help that we listen to this album at the start of the week and we can't no. remember it. <laughs> Maybe we should um, make it a thing to listen to them on the Friday or something. Yeah, it's probably wise. But hey-ho, hey-ho. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah. with the album Spotlight every week, we're going to be giving it a rating. How do you yep. want to do this? Well, we should just discuss this now. Do you want to give an average rating between us, or I do you want to have a leaderboard and give individual ratings? A postal vote option would be best. <laughs> if I just post it to you, Callum, and we'll come back to this when it gets Royal Mail probably by next Thursday. Out okay. of five, Out of five fools on Out a hill. Out of five fools. Yep. How many fools is this album getting? Liam. Liam Godfrey's decision for Fools on Hell for the album As Long As You Are by Future Islands. It's free Fools on Hell. Three. Wow. It's free. Enjoyed. Oh, and average this out. Not overly excited. Well, we should definitely just average this out. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we we'll just average. But that's a, we need to individualise scores first. Cal. Well, originally I wrote four, but I think I was being very generous. So I'm going to go down to three and a half because... Oh, are we doing even, half you stars? You can't do halves. Are we doing half we're stars? We're not doing halves. Why are we that not doing half stars? Well, 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 no, we'll no, just no, do no. seven out of ten. we do... No, it's out of five. Full stars. It's got to be four fulls. Full. All right, well, it's, it's got not to be four full then, so It's got to be good enough for four out of five to be four out of five. And yeah. It's not okay, well, three. Then it's th- All right, for the fourth time, it's a three then. Lovely. Yanni? Yanni, <laughs> Please provide us of your <laughs> final score. Um, I, you ruined this for me by Welcome. saying that all synth pop sounds the same. It does. So two, two. Funny enough, uh, that um, comment. It, I stand by, and I will be. Uh, I'm happy to be, to be proven wrong. I don't think I will. I'm happy. Um, but actually, to be honest, this album is the exception to the rule. I thought this was. Uh, it's slightly different. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too heavy on the synth. But two, thank you, Yanni. So that leaves us with an average of one, six, six. Eight out of 15. Oh, eight out of 15, then, yeah. But you're not just going to do We're the just mode. 2.6 recurring. Um, yeah. I guess the the mode um, the would be free. Yeah. I think Medium three. Medium would also be free. It would. You're right. 
What about the range? The range would be one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. One out of five. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ben and Sam. <laughs> no, yes, it's three out of five. Well, 2.7. 2.7 out of five. No, three. No, it's we can three. give it the final score. We can give it the final score. No, so it's this just is why probably. I suggested. This is why I suggested two out of ten. Just less effort. Nah, no. 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 That's too isn't. many. This it, this is easier with just being picky. I don't want to have to decide between six out of ten and seven out of ten. Yeah, that doesn't. That's just silly. What is that? This should just be three. That is the average. It is three. So, uh, listeners, by the time you've heard this, um, it'll be a four. <laughs> it'll probably be out of a hundred. <laughs> no, we'll go Roger Ebert. The other four. I think I have to go earlier. No. Yeah, I think that's a very respectable three falls in the hell. Three three falls out of a. <laughs> <laughs> three fools out of an hour. Three fools on the hill out of five fools on the hill. There are only three of us here, so that's a technically 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. 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 Ben and uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's that segment done. Um, the Thank next segment God. is is the under the needle. segment and um this is what it sounds like we're basically going to be performing an operation on liam <laughs> um and uh, no we've bought vinyl it's not going <laughs> to always happen uh apart from liam it will always happen with liam he will always be buying vinyl. Buy um it's my birthday coming up soon though so that's going to be a big week uh, trust him um so i think we've all bought vinyl this week anyway which we have. Yep. It's the only reason why we've added this segment in. On this yeah, when it was good, good timing, I guess. I mean, mine arrived. Like doesn't matter. This Friday afternoon, so it was <laughs> Thursday it was at lucky. eleven p.m. It just fit in the. No, I don't think this is within the Friday Friday thing. It's just within this between podcasts. All right, because it's so, not going always going to be new music, I guess. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll change the rules. There's no rules. Callum, what have you bought this week? Or what um, arrived this week? I. Did a very nice order from Banquet Records, consisting of three indie stores. Nice, exactly. Support your independent stores if you can. Not the last anywhere near me, but you know what I mean. Uh, Banquet's Manchester, isn't it? No, Banquet's no, uh, no, London is uh, Kingston. No. Piccadilly's Manchester. Yeah, <laughs> is it so not Kingston? Where we gonna... No, yeah, uh, Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kingston of oh, Kingston is Kingston to London, I guess. Yeah, banquet of Kingston, Jamaica, yeah. <laughs> How long did that take to come from? <laughs> Took a while, to be fair. Anyway, um, it's, it yeah. is a local to someone. It is local to someone. Yeah. Uh, the, th- the three uh, records I bought were the self-titled debut by Always and their nice. follow-up Anti-Socialites, both for the uh, Love Record Store's release. So the first one oh, I yeah. think is a is a blue vinyl. Second one is a yellow vinyl. Well, sorry, Very was nice. that the Love Record Store? Was that earlier in the year? Is that the one I'm thinking of? I couldn't tell you, mate. Oh, to be quite, want to be I think frank. it was supposed to be when the it was definitely store earlier in the year than now. I'll tell you that. Yeah. For a fact. <laughs> it was 2020. <laughs> no, I think that was when original Record Store Day should have been, and then ended up doing that instead. And obviously, Record Store oh. Day has been split over September, August, September, yeah. October. Sorry, continue. Um, and the, the third one I bought was a reissue of, and I don't really know how to say this, I never have. Is it Suvlaki, Yanni? Slovaki. 
Sublucky, I guess it'd be. Is it the food? Sublucky? Well, Sublucky by Slow Dive. Slovaki. I'd, I'd feel very scouse with it. Slovaki. That's how I'd say it. How's it spelled? How's it spelled, Colin? S O U V. S O U V L A L A K I. That was difficult. It can't be Slovaki because the the L's after the V. Fools. I never said Slovaki. Souvlaki. That's what it's I said. Greek, isn't it? Isn't that a Greek food? Who are you talking to? It's all Greek to you. <laughs> Greek in the room. It's all Greek to me. Um, that is a very interesting um, thing to point out. I am Greek. <laughs> Welcome to the Greek <laughs> Greek segment of the podcast. <laughs> Souvlaki with Yanni. <laughs> Oh, stereotype. Sorry, who was the who was the third band? Uh, so you had slow t- dive, mate. Slow dive. Who was the first uh, two, two by two by always? Always. 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 Yes. And slow I dive. like them a lot. The, this and is all shoegaze, am I? Shoegaze. Sh- well, always a shoegaze dream pop kind of. Oh, whereas perfect. <laughs> slow dive. Yeah, right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, slow dive is quintessential shoegaze. I've heard of Slow Dive. You've never? I have heard of Slow Dive. Yeah. Oh, I've heard? heard of Always as well. Slow Dive were an old, an old man, are they? Yeah, 90s. Yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah, they were 90s. I mean, I don't really think they're for you, Liam, but you know. Are we, are we talking standard, standard black vinyl? We've got any limited editions, anything exciting? He did mention uh, uh, Well, if you, were, list, if you were listening to me in the first place. Yeah, if you were yes. listening to me in the first place. Uh, did the, hear that. Uh, the. Always first album is on a blue vinyl. Nice. What kind of blue? Well, um, it is. It is like a. I don't nice lip smack. Perfect. <laughs> Lovely lip smack. Um, I'm trying to think of something that looks like it, but this is a. It's blue. Audio, it's an audio podcast. Is it royal blue? It's an audio podcast. Is it navy so it blue? Is it light blue? Um, is it clear blue? I would. I would say it's in the middle of light blue and royal blue. Riveting. Any other colours? <laughs> no, just just solid, just solid blue. Are you sorry? Were you describing it as river ting? Like it's like <laughs> blue is in like close to a river blue. Yes, like a river ting. River blue. ting blue. Yes, it's, a, it's it a blue river ting. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the Liam. second album was a yellow. Was <laughs> was yellow? I'd say that was quite lemony. Liam, oh, if you were wondering, yellow by Coldplay. Um, lemon ting. Lemon. Yes. So is it is it is it a opaque um, yellow? No one cares this much about the fashion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's yellow. And then the slow dive album. Slow dive is just standard black. There was a smoke oh, release, but there was just there was only four thousand, and it was released a while ago, so I missed it. Too bad. No, I yeah, play that with smoke. Very nice, Yanni. Liam, what? Oh, okay. Yanni. We'll go with no, Yanni. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go next. I'll go next. Yeah, you best. Yeah. Boy. Get him, um, get him to stop talking sooner. That's my point. I thank you. Um, I arrived today. I had the you arrived today. One year. <laughs> I've been around a while, mate. I arrived today. The one year anniversary. I believe it's called the deluxe edition. Um, copy of Black Pumas debut album, Black Pumas, the Grammy Award, Grammy nominated album. From I've got to be honest, I've year. never heard of a one year anniversary release. From a year ago, funnily enough. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, see, this album I liked 
um, not long after it came out, I looked at the vinyl releases. There are a ton of vinyl releases. Many different uh, colour variants. There's a picture there. There's so many. They really pushed it with the, um, the vinyl releases. Uh, never, never got around to buying any. Um, and then I saw this one coming up. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's the first year anniversary. It's it's like foil stamped on the front. Something about anniversary. It's slightly like different artwork. Uh, great record. I think it's a great album. Very good. What colour are the records? The colours. There's some colours. So it was a two, it was a double LP. Uh, the first LP, which contains the album Black Themes by Black Themes, was on gold <laughs> vinyl. Um, very nice. It, it's probably, uh, I think I said this to you, Callum. Both you did. Group. It was in the group the most, chat, mate. It was, it was in our group chat. I've spoken to you more than I've spoken chat. to my housemates lately. I don't know if that's good or... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the most gold album i've seen if that makes sense um i feel like most gold vinyl <laughs> most gold vinyl tends to be yellow you know you said green pumped up yellow or or greeny kind of colored like a um, um have muddy. you seen my gold record what gold record do you have? i've got the star wars soundtrack it is the, like I, a no. gatefold two gold records well we'll have to look at that off the podcast <laughs> and determine yeah. whether or not it is in fact like green because yanni you won't know Yanni is colorblind and Greek. <laughs> <laughs> so that knows. really makes you sound like you hit the <laughs> That's true. Um, the most gold album I've seen, I was impressed. The second LP in the pack um, contained a uh, first song on the album. On the second disc was a cover of Fast Car by Trace Chapman. Good cover. A few other songs I don't really know. I think they're Black Puma songs, but I've not. I don't really know them. And then the second side was a few live or studio live versions of songs. I came on a black red swirl, which was nice. Uh, is the swirl nice? consistent? <laughs> well, this is the problem with these kind of swirl vinyls. What about if you flipped it over? Would you say it was the same on the other side? <laughs> I would say <laughs> no. Oh, oh dear. Uh, this the problem with these is I guess I guess they must do them with like the other red down or something and then black on top of it and mix that so you always end up one side that's like more red and one's more black or whatever the colors are um the red side isn't lovely it's red with a bit black the the black side is pretty much just black and it is opaque it's not transparent at all so it's not like you can kind of see it through um it's just got a few very faint kind of blacks uh sorry red smoky areas it's not the best um but it still looks pretty good. Um, that and the gold together look great. Um, it came with a seven inch. Um, with a Wish I did. Of... <laughs> um, a seven inch, generous seven inch. Wait. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> with a cover of, um, I would say, a rather bad cover. Um, definitely compared to the cover of Trace Chapman's Fast Car. A, I wouldn't say it's bad. It's not like the original at all. And I, <laughs> I, I don't want to say... Can you no, just listen, tell us what it is? I don't want to say it's bad because, you know, I I appreciate these artists. I appreciate Black Humors. It it was an interesting cover, but I just That's didn't enjoy it. Uh, of the Beatles' Elna Rugby. Oh, and tough I, one to cover, though. I, I would say fair. to you both, you should... I'd say to anyone listening, listen to that. 
but probably listen to everything else first so you don't feel like you hate the Black Beamers immediately. It's it, it's not great. And the B-side <laughs> to that was, um, is it Ain't No Love In This City? I think is the name of the don't song. Don't I, mate? You're the one with the vinyl. Yeah, apologies. <laughs> there, ain't no love in this, there Ain't No Love In This City, an old Motown song. Ain't um, No Love In The Heart Of The City. Ain't No Love In The Heart Of Town. That's how I went. Ain't No Love In The Heart Of The City. That's it. Yeah. Ain't No Love In The Heart Of The City. Maybe. Ain't no love. That could be it. That was a good cover. That's a good cover. It sounds like Thanks, somewhat mate. like I mean, the... it was just off the, off the spot. <laughs> no, not you. Uh, black Pumas. Sounds like um, yeah, uh, they're quite a somewhat Motown influenced um, artist. I want that to be a review. It sounds a bit like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'll finish that. It's a good collection uh, of the album. I uh, bought some records too. Thank you, Liam. <laughs> nice colours, pretty colours. Thank you. I think Callum's dead. Uh, you you can't here. see this, but he's just not moving. Callum is alive. <laughs> he's not moving. Very him. still. I'm just trying to think of when Liam will get to the end of his sentence. Right now. Oh, done. So the records I bought um, were all <laughs> seven inches. Um, Wee. Yeah. <laughs> what? Callum wishes. Alan. Cal- and, um, Callum. It was Salvador by Jamie T. So off the debut record, because I love Jamie T. And then that was actually really expensive. It was 25 quid for a seven inch. That is expensive. Yeah. But I checked on Discogs and that was the cheapest. Are we talking like a limited edition here? Is there a reason it was 25? Did you buy it from Discogs? No, I bought it from Dickit in Liverpool. Who, sorry? Dickit, is that what it's called? Dickit Records? Dickit Records? Dickit Records? Where is it in town? Did you go and buy it? Dickit Pony Records. Um, it's above uh, the uh, uh, the clothes shop, the vintage uh, clothes shop. Oh, um, yeah, it's on Bold Street. Soho no, on Bold Street. Resurrection. It's on Bold Street, yeah. Above Resurrection. Yes. It's the yep. Dick Records. I'm sure it is. Yep. But yeah, I checked on this because I thought, am I like, being daft here? 25 quid for a 7-inch. It's not the most I've paid, but I certainly wouldn't like to spend it if I'm going to get ripped off. And 25 quid was cheaper than all the rest that they had for sale. So Be- I was like copped but you still bought it i still bought it yeah i love okay. the song and then um imagine after all that i didn't buy it i just said oh yep. i thought i would um and then the other one was talk by coldplay uh which was actually a really thick record a lot thicker than i was expecting thick. it to be which is boring to everyone is it just is it 880 gram final not got scales on me i think I feel like they use that interchangeably for seven inch and LPs in 180 gram. I don't. I don't know. Oh, but, maybe I'm making. But um, yeah, they're they're all plain vinyl, by the way. All these are all black vinyl. Boring. Um, <laughs> the the last one was Young Folks by uh, Peter Bjorn and Yoko and John. John Peter Bjorn and John. Peter Peter Bjorn and John and Paul. Yeah, John Paul. Gautier and yeah. Yoko Ono. <laughs> Which Ono was Band. probably my favourite one I bought. It's a very good song. It is a banger. And the artwork is very nice. Um, it is. It just looks nice. It's like the music video, to be honest. But obviously it's just a still. It's a cartoon, isn't it? They've not figured out how to make it move yet. <laughs> that would um, be cool. Like Har- um, Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Anything from the trolley, dude. <laughs> um, so that was what I bought. That is... All of the records we bought. They, well, I tell um, a lie. I've actually also bought. I bought the Andy oh. Bell one on release, and as we know from my glowing review of it, I feel like I've probably 
Well, it's the 20 quid there, but it's at <laughs> home, like in, oh, well, at mum and dad's, so I've not. Is it black? I am. No, it's blue. It's a similar oh. blue to the always one that I can't really describe. Oh, <laughs> thing. Is it like the blue on the album cover? Andy Bell's album uh, cover? Yes, I, I assume so. I didn't. I, I would have described the always one as the similar blue to that, but I didn't know you knew what that was. I don't. Well, that's a waste of time then. So thank you for that. Yeah, and I was going to ask you a question about your three records that you bought. Um, however, I don't remember what the question was. It's always good to uh, bring that up in a the... conversation. Oh, any interesting B-sides? I haven't listened to any of the B-sides. Great, thank you. So they're all going to be new to me. Um, Have you looked at them? Have you? Do you know what, like, are there any remixes? There's no remixes, thank Perfect. God. Otherwise, I would have just snapped them there and then. To be truthful yep. with you, I would have just broke them yep. in half and said, what do you call this? Dink Records or whatever you called. Um Dink. and you know, walked Dink. off in a in a strop. strop. Um Did you buy them all from Dave? Yeah. Oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> um so that's the vinyl releases. Uh that's under the needle. That section is gone. Liam's operation is finished. He I've had six tattoos during this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a um surgery. one of them says riveting. Everything, yeah. both ways, yeah. sunny side up and upside. Sunny. <laughs> um, talking of sunny side up, um, did you know that Palantini is re-releasing his um, second album, Sunny Side Up, on a deluxe yellow vinyl thing? Got it pre-ordered. We'll talk about that when it comes. Very excited. I would get that. Yeah, I I'd, would I'd enjoy it if Palantini released new music. That would be awesome. I would say that further. I I didn't really. I was. Listen to the third albums a lot because my dad used to listen to them in the car quite a lot. But the third album never really paid attention to and listened to it this year, and it was very good. Caustic Love, is it? Very good. Yeah, yeah. very good. I do like. Yeah, Paolo. he does need to release new music, doesn't he? He does. And what a handsome man! He's a very what a handsome, handsome man. man! What a handsome man! Beautiful. Them new shoes did him wonders. And on that note, on that note, I he would did it. like. <laughs> he fucking did it. I did it. Yeah. On the VAT so, note. It's that, not yeah. that. Thank you. This is the uh, first <laughs> practice pod finished. God knows when you'll hear this, if you ever will, but it's made us three fools feel much better about recording podcasts. About being on this hill. This yeah. hill is its cold. It is now. It is. Just in case this does ever go out, make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And although any other... if this is out, then you've probably only found out because you are following the podcast. Yeah, if this is the podcast that makes people subscribe, I would be very impressed. I wouldn't expect anything other than that. I'd expect <laughs> less followers. <laughs> people would just be like, what is this shit? <laughs> what have I subscribed to? Who are these fools? In my I'm ears. Deleting. I'm deleting right. my Spotify account. <laughs> Right, we'll love you Come and leave back you. More. I don't want to talk to Liam for at least seven days. So. Ending now. Shut. Bye.